Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 151. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are here to do quite of a big show a little bit. Uh, we have the final rankings of our director spotlight um, of all our favorite directors. We're going to put it into like a final rain- ranking because that's our gimmick. And also we're going to be doing our E3 predictions, top three what we realistically what's going to be predicted and then what we want uh out of the, the few companies we're not going to do all of them because that would be nutso um but guys what the hell have you been watching playing or doing let's start off with andy uh playing a lot more last of us i think i'm i think i'm i i'm i gotta be past halfway i don't know i just got to colorado like that was the last thing that happened and then i saved some quick for now um I watched uh, uh, on the Memorial Day weekend, my father and I always go to this car show, and I was just like thinking about car movies and stuff. And one of the vendors had this poster for a movie called Used Cars. And he was like, you ever seen this? This movie's really funny. I was like, I've never even heard of this movie. He says, yeah, Kurt Russell's in it. I was like, what? What? <laughs> so the moment I got home that day, of course, I had been outside all day. And for some reason, it was cold, which is bizarre. But I was tired of walking around. So I just sat down and just rented used cars on YouTube and watched it immediately. The movie's hilarious. <laughs> it's directed by Robert Zemeckis. You know, uh, fucking Forrest Gump, uh, Back to the Future, the director of that. And he wrote it with um, someone else really big. I can't remember, but he co-wrote it with someone else who also did a bunch of big stuff. And Kurt Russell plays a literal sleazy used car salesman. And he's like trying to get into politics and he needs $10,000 to buy an election. Not not to run an election. He's just going to buy an election. He's going to buy a seat um at the at state government or something <laughs> and I, it's just it's just him being a sleazeball but he's like kind of a good guy and uh he he does a wonderful job in it he is he is at his kurt russelliest in that movie he's great it is really i have no idea how i'd never heard of it before i, I don't know why that movie's not more famous it's robert zemeckis directing kurt russell it's 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 crazy i've never heard of that movie either I yeah just, check, I, it, check, it, check it out you guys would like it I just like how you found out about it. If you like going to a car trip, be like, "Hey, you ever see used cars?" You ever seen that movie? At, at, at toward the end of the movie, the, the, it comes from uh, uh, someone makes the claim that they have a mile of cars and they're going to get sued for false advertising because they don't actually have a mile of a literal mile of cars. So they get a bunch of them from this this uh, sleazy guy in Mexico, and a bunch of high school kids drive them across the desert for them. It's 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 really funny. <laughs> Uh, and I also watched um, Killing of a Sacred Deer that came out a few years ago. It's like a big psychological kind of movie. I think it takes place in Ireland. I wasn't sure. But that movie's weird. Like, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Everyone mm. talks really strangely in it. And I'm sure it's the direction. Like they said, we want you to talk like this. Because there's other characters in the movie who talk normally. But all the I, it's it's strange. It's a strange movie, but it is good. It's worth seeing once. But I, like I said, I wasn't completely blown away by it. It was just interesting to me. Used used cars, way better. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Nah, that was it. Just the two movies and a bunch of Last of Us. I played a bunch of Last of Us. I'm trying to think. I think you're close to the end. Colorado. I think maybe. There's... I'm trying my best to not 
to avoid all forms of like spoilers and stuff. I'm just kind of letting the game happen. I've finally gotten into uh, normally I'm like real picky and I'll never use ammunition or supplies or anything. I, it's out the window. Like if there's a guy and I can see him, I just put a Molotov cocktail in his face. I'll get more supplies later. I don't care anymore. These motherfuckers are dying. I just, I'm sick of it. Like I'll try stealth and I used to always restart encounters, but you know, sometimes it's shotgun time. That's fine. What's your main goal right now? Like, what's the goal? Um, I'm I, I'm going to a university in Colorado because it's where the Fireflies lab or whatever is. I, I don't know. I just left You're near Joel's the end. brother. You're near the end. Okay. Um, you're, you're right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're done with that part, I think we need to have a conversation of what Joel does. Um, and then we'll get we'll get to that combo when you when you play it. Um Zach, what the hell have you been playing, watching, or doing? Uh I've been playing a lot of games because I just got off of a, a, a short uh vacation. Um I pl- I finished my playthrough of Resident Evil 8 on hardcore. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about that game Friday. That should be a, an interesting one. I'm hype. Um I played Metroid Fusion, beat it. I've had it for a long time and just haven't really ever played it. That was a that was a good one. I'll get into more than that like when we do our next uh, accelerated gamer. Played and beat Soul Calibur all the way through again. Just trying to relive uh when I first played it, I got it like during the summer in like 2000. I just played it and mastered that game like the whole summer. I, I kind of did it again. I I basically did it again, but I think I did it a lot faster this time. I'm glad that you're playing all these Dreamcast games because I know as soon as you finish them all, HG Retrovision's finally going to announce their cable. I'm Someone not, had to do it. I'm not playing all of them, but I got sick of waiting around because there was other Dreamcast shit I wanted to play. I'm like, I'm going to play some of this stuff that I really want to play right now, and I'm doing it, but not all of it. Um, I keep I keep thinking, oh, it's got to be gone. But I, recently, I saw. Another thing. I that thought that was, was a uh, motorcycle for a second. <laughs> Where's my dog growling? What's your problem? Uh oh. Is, is there a ghost? Time to grab might be a ghost or an intruder. Time to grab the gun. But anyway, I saw <laughs> I saw on Twitter they someone had tested one for them and he said, like, I know it's taking forever, but once you guys get your hands on this cable, it really is gonna change everything. Or something really complimentary. I don't know. Okay, great. Well I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sit on the rest of my library until then. Um what else have I been playing? Uh, I just got Virtua Fire Five, Final Ultimate Showdown. This is this is it, guys. This is the one. Yakuza Edition. Yeah, we remade with the Ryu Goku Den engine. Yeah, you were like, you should play this really good fighting game, and I was like, eh, maybe. And they're like, hey, we remade it in the the Yakuza Judgment Engine. I was like, oh, okay, now I now I want to play it. <laughs> Why did that make you want to play? I it? have no idea. There's no reason for that. It's just I I really like the way that engine makes things look. It's hard, yeah. it's hard to explain. I don't know, but I, after playing some of the Yakuza stuff, it has its own. It's not even it's not even necessarily great. It's there's like a charming jankiness to it that I like. I I could tell it has a style or whatever that in it, but uh, I haven't really played any of the Yakuza games, r- really. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to soon ish. But uh, 
I just got it today. I mean, I bought it a couple days ago, but I couldn't download it because the internet's not very good where I was at. Mm. So I just saved it till I got home. And all I did was like customize everybody and watch fights on the main menu. <laughs> I haven't even really played it yet. Um, uh, I watched the original Mortal Kombat movie because uh, I just watched the new one. And, you know, I was kind of wanted to watch it again for comparison's sake, but also. My sister had never seen it and was like, oh, check it out. Then it's pretty good. And it's, I want to say the new movie's about as good as that one is, but for different reasons. They're both yeah. good at something the other one isn't good at. Sure, that is, makes sense. Is what I kind of came away with. Um, that's kind of been it. Uh, I've been watching random YouTube stuff. That's, that's, all <laughs> oh uh, yeah one more thing i just wanted to name drop real quick i watched a three-hour video called the great sonic race it's just a uh, four youtubers who all make sonic content and they just played sonic one two three and knuckles back to back to back to back and raced to see who could get to the end first this is really entertaining huh and zach um you improved your camera you all you got a new camera now so you're all in clear vision so yeah I'm surprised Andy never said anything. He didn't notice. I, I noticed you were lit well. I, I've been lit this way the whole time. It's just a new camera. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Your new camera is really good then. Yeah. His, I always yeah. thought you were just sitting in the dark. No. <laughs> I thought that it's was like, your style. I don't know. No, no. It was like, a, I was like, yeah, I need a new camera because I'm going to probably start streaming some stuff here soonish. Cool. And I've, I'm relegating my old webcam for that. Um, it's, it's a 720p webcam. I bought it like fucking eight, nine years ago. <laughs> so I'm sure if you bought a new webcam, you would look like me now. Mine, it says 720p on the I'm, thing. I'm Mine. in 1080p. Oh, Mine. you mean your old one? Oh, I got to see what you're saying. 60 frames per second. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine is supposed to be that way, but my, I guess I got to work with the camera or maybe cause I'm lit, lit differently. I don't know. Welcome Whoa. to tech talk. Yeah. It's not 4K. My, my computer probably shit itself. If I tried that, but yeah. Well, it almost shit itself when you were <laughs> had on your uh, your web camera before when we were doing. I don't, I don't. I think that was something else that was going on because it's it's been fine ever since then. I don't know. Cool. All right. So what have I been playing? I've been playing um, Street Fighter Five, Kingdom Fighter Thirteen. I played a little bit of Virtual Fighter Five. Play oh, Night Stalkers. Shit. You played Night. You, you played Night Stalkers, Dark Stalkers, whatever. Wait, did I? I thought you did. I watched it on your channel. You were doing the fight night with your friends. Fuck. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> were you drunk? I might have been. That might be why I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You you were being some the the Dracula and oh and yeah that that Dimitri. that Capcom yeah. fighting game with with vampires and werewolves and shit That's right. yeah. yeah so I I was the uh, the vampire dude and <laughs> my friend Simmons was the wolf uh, there's a fucking bee in it or something like that uh, but John Talbain's the wolf I can't remember the name of the bee character I haven't mm. played that one QB QB that's her name uh, of course. And uh, it was fun. I was actually better than all my friends in that game. And they all just said, can we change games? 
I was like, I'm so good at it. <laughs> That's why they want to change games. Yeah, probably. And then, we, then we started playing games that they were good at, and I just started getting my ass whipped again. So uh, <laughs> I'm really good at Cammy with Street Fighter, and Lucia is like my new favorite character as well. She's like a cop, kind of like Chun-Li. She's uh, from Final Fight 3. Yes. And um, what else did I play? I uh, actually... I mean, I I played a little bit, but Andy got me back into Last of Us again, so I, I downloaded Last of Us. Oh wow! And I'm gonna play Last of Us Part Two. I'm gonna actually, actually, I'm gonna announce it here. I'm gonna be doing more YouTube content, so I'm gonna be critiquing um, Last of Us One and Two, and it's gonna be really, really long. <laughs> I have a lot of shit written down, and I want to like go over my notes and shit before I put it into video format. Are you gonna make a four-hour video about both? Uh, possibility. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. So, all right. Because I have a lot of shit to say about the the second game. Um, but I have. From what I understand, you're alone in that regard. Everyone else thought it was a pretty mild experience, and they had no polarizing opinions one way or the other. <laughs> I love your sarcasm, but uh, I haven't even played it, so you know, no one spoil it for me or anything. No, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil. One thing it. I did notice is everyone had opinions about that game. <laughs> I actually, I actually like the gameplay. I think it's odd how they written it, but after I watched a video uh, on you know someone else critiquing that uh, that game, the second one kind of plays better off of playing the first one again. So that's what also got me into it. Since you're playing it, uh, and then the video that I saw, I kind of want to do sec the second and then go back to the first. I don't know. Uh, I might go play part two and then go play part one. So we'll go that from works. there. Yes. Um, because I want to... Because the gameplay... If you think the gameplay is good in the first one, Andy, the second one's a little bit better. And a tiny bit better. The gameplay is a lot of fun, but it's not the star. Like I, I don't know, it's hard to. Yeah, I'll save my my thoughts till the end. I watched some movies, so I watched Synchronic, which has Anthony Mackie, um, from uh, fucking uh, Marvel, uh, Falcon, Captain Falcon, or whatever his name but is. He's just a Falcon. No, Captain uh, Falcon is in Smash Brothers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I woke up. Zero. I woke up he, he early requests, today. He requests you to show him, show him your moves. Yeah. Show me your moves. So, like a little plot, real quick. Um, there's a synthetic drug where it like plays off of DMT, and um, somehow the scientist made a time traveling pill. So when you take Fuck. it's only only like people with. Uh, like teenagers and uh, young adults, they somehow were able to time travel. Old people could go fuck themselves because their brains are all fucking old, apparently. So <laughs> Anthony Mackie has a tumor in his brain that somehow is not growing to be old. So he has a young adult teenage brain and he could take the drug and travel in time. And the plot is... His best friend's daughter gets lost in time, and he has to go find her by by buying all the synthetic drugs at like a fucking smoke shop. Uh, <laughs> and then they buy these at a smoke weird. shop. 
What? You can just buy these pills at a smoke shop? Well, it's funny because when he's buying it at a smoke shop, because people are like using the drug and they're ended up like being dead, like they have a French Revolution sword stuck in them when they come back because it ha- uh, <laughs> objects come back from time. So they're like, what the fuck is going Why are all these druggies just dying and they have like prehistoric or historic items with them? So <laughs> he goes to the smoke shop and he's like, yeah, I want to buy. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, oh, yeah. The drug is called Synchronic, like the fucking title of the movie. Um, he's like, can I, can I buy? And she's like, how many? He's like, fucking all of them. Because you know how many people are dying because of these drugs? And there's a scientist that's following him to his house to try to buy the drugs back from him. And then the scientist dies. Somebody kills him off screen. Is the movie good? Yes, it's great. Okay. Um, Are there any side effects to taking these pills besides getting killed? Um, If you are late and you don't have any synchronic pills with you, you're stuck in time. So you have seven minutes to go back to the spot where you came from. If you don't go back in time, back in time to the place, you'll get stuck. Forever. So these don't. So these don't cause like ovarian cancer or like fucking. Oh, they probably do, but they don't <laughs> discuss that. And then the other movie, uh, a woman in the window has Amy Adams. She's uh, I forgot what ph- phobia it is, but she has anxiety of going outside. Um, More phobia. Yeah, there you go. And um, she sees a murder murder of her neighbor through her window. And she calls the cops, and then the murder that she saw never happened, and that's the twist that you know there's a mystery behind it. And Gary Oldman is the uh, the villain of this movie, so huh. I, I recommend it. Two good movies. But let's get into our final ranking of the director spotlight. So let's, I think let's get into the biggest folly of this. This whole scheme we've got, where we rank things, I'm I'm an outspoken. I I I, uh, I think this is going to be a fiasco, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you you were right in making us do this, but I'm still worried. <laughs> so we all agree, Tenet is last. Yeah, good movie, not as good as the other five. Yes, um, number five for Zach is Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Um, yours is. Assault on Precinct 13, but mine is Yojimbo. You fuck. Uh, you fucking piece of shit. I didn't like Yojimbo that much. I appreciated it, but... Didn't like the violence? No, I, I liked it. I just... I didn't care for it as much as High and Low. I think High and Low is really good. Uh, but not as good as Interstellar. Yeah, you're not going to find a lot of people who think Yojimbo is a better movie than High and Low. I mean, they exist, sure, but... They're dumb. So you gotta really like samurai movies. I feel like it's gotta be like your shit. If you like samurai movies that much, then you have seen Seven Samurai and Harakiri and Ron and and uh, Sword of Doom and and Three Outlaw Samurai. You've seen all these other samurai movies that are better than Yojimbo. Like Yojimbo's got a really tight, interesting plot, but. It's a, it's lacking a little bit on like the samurai ness of like big fights and all those other movies have got interesting stories and big old fights. Yeah, like honestly, if Yojimbo has a problem, it's that he's too damn good. 
Mm-hmm. Like all the fights are just like swing, swing, swing. Oh, there's three guys, three dead guys now. <laughs> Which is impressive, but you know, with the exception of when uh Nakadai's got a pistol, it's never like, oh, he might lose this fight. Yeah. No, it's like when Clay Wait, Listen to me, I'm like talking, I'm talking it down instead of up, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you guys outnumber me with assault on priest in thirteen, and I'm willing to put assault on priest in thirteen. I can't really defend Yojimbo at number five because that's more of a preference for me. Because I, I just it, it was good. Um, I, I just don't care. Here's one thing you can tell yourself, and this is where I think we can we can come to an agreement on where they go. Yojimbo was a movie that was so good it was remade. Assault on Precinct 13 is a remake of a really good movie. It is itself also really good, but, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give it to Yojimbo due to the originality, even though it's based on a novel, but who cares? So, Assault on Precinct 13 at number five? Yay? Yeah. Okay. All right, number four, you have Yojimbo, <laughs> and... Uh, it's got to be Yojimbo now. Yeah, Yojimbo is going to be number four. That's a clear given there. But Number three, um, that's where Zach has high and low. Andy, you have Interstellar at number three, and mine is Escape from New York at number three. Yeah, our top threes are all outrageously different. Um, I think Interstellar needs to be at the number one. I'm going straight for the top uh, first because I think overall that movie from beginning to end, the only... The only downside of that movie is that it was may have been way too long. I wouldn't say way too long. Maybe a little too long. Yeah. I, other than I that, problem with the length, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the, I think Interstellar is one of it's probably the best made movie, maybe on on of the six. I think. Um, I actually I put Interstellar at number three, which I agonized over. I think Interstellar is a better movie than escape from new york but personally speaking escape from new york is like one of my favorite like comfort foods like i just love escape from new york it's so stupid i love it to death i'd watch i watch escape from new york every day for a week and feel fine about it but interstellar probably a better movie than escape from new york now is it a better movie than high and low i don't know i don't know about that i mean you guys both seem to think it is you're not gonna you're not gonna get that admission out of me though I Why think, do you think High and Low is better than both of those movies? There you go. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, Interstellar has a bunch of plot points that rely on, like, conjecture, like science, hocus pocus, god particle, deus ex machina bullshit. High and Low is just a tight, realistic, procedural crime, person-driven drama. Like, it makes... So, it, it, are you saying a science fiction movie of any kind can't be better than that kind of movie. I this this is this is the argument I'm going to make here, but no, probably not. That's 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 a very that's not very me that argument. But maybe I I guess potentially. I feel like I feel like that's unfair. That that sounds very academy awardsy. I know. Uh it's just story's it, a story. It appeals more broadly because of that though, too. What does? Um, the the fact that it's it's grounded more in in real reality or whatever. Does it? I mean, 
I mean, something that's more fantastical, like, you know, uh, everyone loves the Lord of the Rings movies. Everyone loves Star Wars. But, I mean, as long as we're talking about which movie is truly great, you know, maybe you can give it to to Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, High and Low. I think High and Low had a great tension, great storytelling, great acting. Um if I had to change one thing with high and low is probably the last half of the movie. Cause I think that's where it drags a little bit too much. Um, they could have hit the key points of the investigation. Uh, but once like they get out of the, the house where like all the drama happens, it kind of goes on a lull a little bit. And sure. you got to remember also, uh, uh, movie going audiences hadn't been, crime movied to death yet it was the early 60s and it was the early 60s in japan for that matter um what's the guy's name something something duels dawson some i can't remember he made a bunch of crime procedural movies united states around that time naked city and a couple other things and they kind of like got that started like if it wasn't for those we wouldn't have dirty harry for instance We, we wouldn't have half of the movies christopher nolan you know, Chris, the first half of Christopher Nolan's career. Yeah. So high and low is, you know, obviously we're discussing the movie in a vacuum. I don't know if we're supposed to consider uh, context, but contextually high and low is a more important movie than pretty much anything else on this list. Again, I, I, I I'm not saying you should consider that for ranking. It's just, what do you mean by important for, for film, for culture, for, I mean, it can't, you know, what it it presented in the sixties, it broke ground pretty much. Huh? It broke, it broke ground. Okay. Yeah. Um, you make good points, but I want to hear from Zach. Why is interstellar better than high and low? And now I, I don't mean as in like better movie, but even though we're ranking it, so it would be better, but uh, why do you feel Interstellar should get the number one slot and maybe high and low, either two or three? Uh, okay, well, I'll just be straightforward because it's better to me because Interstellar presented like a sci-fi movie that just didn't, to me, it just didn't feel like a typical, oh, let's just, let's just do a sci-fi movie. You know, some guy is flying he's tumbling around in space what was that one gravity whatever the fuck yeah moon stuff like that this dealt with like i don't know it had big ideas it had like a vision and there really hadn't been sci-fi movies like that in a long time i feel like not for a while and sorry to interrupt you like christopher nolan like when you think of like near the end of the world like almost post-apocalyptic type of things right you think of like mass hysteria, fucking infections, and like a fucking uh, comet's coming or an asteroid's coming to hit the Earth. This it's one is like about food shortage, and like I think it was amazing seeing how you know you took a world like I mean, if you look at that world, you could compare it to what is today. I mean, maybe things are going like that that we don't know about. And you have, you have like an underground NASA and shit, like an Elon Musk, uh, where like you have this scenario. And I, I think that Interstellar brings a good message where, you know, with all the science in the world, with all the smart heads in the world, the one thing that saves mankind is love. 
you know, with him and Murph. So I, I thought that was a good storytelling, but it, I, I stole your, your, uh, your microphone. So I'll give it right back. <laughs> that's okay. You got to send your piece, I guess. Yeah. But, um, uh, that's what really struck me about the movie. Watching it though. was like, God damn, this feels like a, a, a sci-fi movie that should have came out 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Really? It's, it feels really out of place. He's like, I don't know. I don't know why, but it just feels like people that may try to make sci-fi movies nowadays, which really there aren't that many to speak of. They're a lot smaller in scale and scope. They all have like one note. It's like there's a gimmick and the whole movie is built around that gimmick. Interstellar has got like layers of complexity and they're all really rewarding once you, once you peel them back. And it's not just the the sci-fi elements either. There's like all the human elements of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, drama. That's stuff. what makes anything interesting. Absolutely. The stuff with the family, the stuff between all the the uh, astronauts, I guess we can call them. Uh, uh, and then like the the stuff about oh, you know, like all the stuff going on, on Earth and the governments and everything. And it's like, oh, what do we do? Do we do we tell people we don't have a plan? Do we all that? Um, I really like high and low. I just, uh, it's a pretty tight movie. I don't have as much of a deal a problem with it falling off. I guess, as you say, after they get out of the house, uh, it's, it's really good. It's just that it's really good at being that. And to me, I was just more impressed by what happened in interstellar and stuff. I don't know. I, I think interstellar, what what it does really well is like how I just explained before with the story and the message. Um, but what else does really well is the music. The music sets the tone for a lot of scenes, um, especially when you have Hans Zimmer's just fucking blasting in your ears and shit when uh, you know space things are happening. Even when they're just driving down the street, especially when that little uh, drone and stuff, like Hans Zimmer was coming in and you're just like, oh shit, what, what the hell is going on? And then they almost die because of their stupid son. He's like, well, I would have drove if you told me to keep on driving. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't yeah, know. If we, were, if we were ranking the soundtracks, there there would be a very short conversation about what number one is. Yeah. Interstellar's oh, yeah. got just an outstanding soundtrack. It's one of the best soundtracks of the last 10 years, possibly. Yeah, and high and low, like, I really... Like when I when I first started watching the film, like in the beginning when they're just talking about shoes for at least fifteen minutes, I was like, "Is this really about shoes?" Like for fifteen minutes, I was like, "What's going on here?" And then the writing in that is really well uh, because then you're just like, "Holy shit, this guy is you know gonna try to steal the company." That's one thing, and then all of a sudden he's in this situation where he thinks his son is kidnapped, but it's the chauffeur's son. Um, Every, everything's deliberate there the the writing is all really like when, when he's fucking around talking about shoes ladies shoes about how well they're made or whatever that's important because it does establish you know he's passionate about his trade he's he's worked his way up in the company they mentioned it several times and then later when he runs into the killer on the street what's he doing he's looking at women's shoes in a window yeah like he's like, oh, what's the competition doing? Oh, these these women's shoes are out. Oh, I wish I was still in the business. Maybe he's you know thinking to himself, like it, that's all really deliberate. All that writing is just really tight, and it's all layers on layers, right on top of each other. Everything's complimentary. 
Yeah. I um, mean, I, I mean, I understand. I, I can't. I uh, I didn't plan on convincing you guys that high and low should be number one, but I'm just letting you know that in in you know in my heart of hearts, high and low is number one. Yeah. So I think we'll. I think the big fight right now. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a big fight. I think it's going to come down to personal preference. Uh, but high and low versus escape from New York, uh, for the number two and number three spot. Uh, I'm putting Interstellar at number one. Is that a yay for everybody? Pretty much. That's, yeah, that's fine. I can I concede that. Okay, I I am firm on high and low, but I love Escape from New York. I God love damn it. that movie's so fucking good. I love it to death. <laughs> I love Kurt Russell. I love the music. I love the supporting cast. It's it. got it's got some of the best casting. It might have the, my favorite casting of any John Carpenter movie. I think. Mm-hmm. But mm. again, when it comes down to shit, I I don't know. I think <laughs> story wise, like I I'm interested more in Escape from New York, obviously. Um, but High and Low just has that drama that, like Andy said, groundbreaking. Because this sets up for other crime movies, for pretty much the from the you know, from there on in the future, pretty much. Yeah. So, <sighs> Escape from New York is a genre film, mm-hmm. and like I said before, I still believe this: John Carpenter movies are B plus movies. It's just <laughs> it. To the point that it, it it's the static. This feels like a real low budget weirdo movie, but it doesn't appear like the way it's executed is not. <laughs> it's like um, the 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 paragon. You guys know what that word means. It's like the yeah. best possible example. It's the paragon of like B movies. Because it's, it's it's it represents the finest quality of B movies. Yeah, because if you look at other B movie plots and shit like just a cursory glance what is it it's a bunch of shit like this it's stuff like there's a killer cyborg man who was a a war veteran in vietnam and they thought he was dead but he wasn't dead or like there there's a time traveling assassin or something the the shit you're talking about the time traveling (laughs) pills that sounds like a fucking b movie but apparently Mm -hmm. it's not (laughs) (laughs) well it's a netflix film i guess it could be considered b movie but it has anthony mackie there's a question. Are yeah. Netflix movies the new B movies? Sometimes. <laughs> often. Sometimes. Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I'll admit for for me it's just flat out like it's all bias, it's personal preference that I put that movie over high and low. You know? Uh what what is it what did Escape from New York really inspire or do, I guess, in the grand scheme of things? Not much. It's a cult film. Yeah. yeah. And I guess some people in film in the industry kind of respect it and look up to it, but not to the point to where I feel like it inspired anybody to go out and do anything. Maybe, maybe other than Steven I wanna... Spielberg was like, wasn't like, you know, why I wrote Schindler's List? Well, I saw Escape from New York in the theater, and I was like, yeah, I can make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. it, it might have inspired people to be like, I want to make a movie like Escape from New York because I love it so much, but that's probably the extent of it. And then you have um, Hideo Kojima using Snake Plissken and MGS2. I'll say it inspired a, a certain aesthetic. It helped to solidify that 80s alternate future 
aesthetic that that exists um i don't know what to really call that but it, it, it helped somewhat it helped set that up i heard a youtuber once say the apocalyptic 90s yeah that yeah that yeah, too it's like in the 80s everyone was like oh crime's out of control la is terrible and new york is dirty and oh the 90s are going to be even worse you know like that kind of sensationalism i think that's what what where this spawned from but you know like when people make when they make movies like that or they make games and they want a character they what there's some way somehow there's somebody that that's snake plissken ish mm-hmm. enough or there's something about it that reminds you of that movie that's kind of as far as it goes well it has that like john wayne feel to it a little bit where he's like this cocky person right if you think about well, it just in the future I don't know like what where this came from, but I think somebody said Kurt Russell is doing impressions in like the first couple of roles he has as John Carpenter. This one is his Clint Eastwood impression. Yeah, I was gonna I was just about <laughs> when you finished speaking, I was gonna say <laughs> I don't see much of the Duke in him, but I do see the Dollars trilogy man with no name in him. He never says that much. He's always scowly and he, e- he even he more than that, high plains drifter. Like He's like real cynical, real self-serving. He's still doing the right thing, but what are his motivations? That kind of thing. Now, in Big Trouble Little China, he's John Wayne. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he got it then. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I That's all I have left to spit out about that movie. I'm not going to fight over it being placed in two or three. It's just... I love that movie, whatever. I can accept High and Low as a more important, bigger movie than that movie. Well, Andy, do you want it to be at number two? Because I have it at number two, and you had it at number one. So do you think it deserved a second spot? Yeah, put High and Low at two. Come on, I can see that you guys interstellar. you got to give me High and Low here. All right. So I think that ends the list right there, unless you have something to say about Escape from New York before we say the final list. It's it's fucking phenomenal. It's I, I you, there's no way you can improve that movie without changing its aesthetic entirely. They're going to try. <sighs> and it's a fool's errand as far as I'm concerned. It's disgusting. I wish people would quit trying to fucking remake his movies. <laughs> it's fucking pointless. It's a lost cause. I don't know, I say that, but I did like well the 2018 2017 Halloween whenever that was. Oh, the, the like come lately sequel. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It, that was a fun movie. I liked that movie. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't amazing, but it was fun. It was it shot was really fun. well, um, yeah. because you just like it has that John Carpenter like eerie feeling of who this fucking guy is like killing people, rather than just being like he has the mask on, and that's what <laughs> most. Like- this might be a controversial statement, but like after I really like Halloween and I watch it and everything and I've seen all his other movies, but like out of, I guess what you would say, the good John Carpenter movies, that one feels the least John Carpenter ish out of all of them is Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I don't know. That's why I feel kind of feel like I don't get as offended when somebody's like, Oh, we made Halloween. It's like, okay. I, uh, I mean, as long as we're talking about controversial opinions, that's one of my least favorite of the popular John Carpenter movies. And everyone's like, oh, it spawned all the slasher movies. Oh, it's so important and influential. Granted, but eh, I, mean, I could take it or leave it. 
most times. Now, if it's October, yeah, I'm going to watch Halloween all fucking day, man. But uh, I'll take Escape from New York, Big Trouble, The Thing, Assault, The Fog. I'll take all of them over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. So the final list from six to one. Six is Tenet. Number five is Assault on Precinct 13. Number four is Yojimbo. Number three is Escape from New York. Number two is High and Low. And number one is Interstellar. So, what are we watching next? So, um, I talked to these guys and I asked for a favor because in the month of June is my birthday. And I, I, get, I brought up two things. I said either Robocop or Star Trek. Uh, Andy made a joke about Robocop. He's like, Robocop 3 is terrible, which it is. Um, but uh, what we're going to be watching is Robocop 1, Robocop 2, Robocop 3, and the Remake. And I think there's like a TV show, but I don't, I don't want to. I've yeah. never seen it. Um, so what I want to do, um, because I saw myself. What? <laughs> Nothing. But uh, <laughs> because I'm gonna be going to my parents' house at the end of June, is I'm gonna double stack these. So RoboCop one and RoboCop two for next week. And then the following week is going to be RoboCop three and remake. And then, and before I go to my parents' house on the Tuesday of June twenty second, right before my birthday, is the final ranking. And then we'll go from there. So remember to watch RoboCop one and RoboCop two, and then come back and we'll we'll talk about that. Um, we're, do we want to go news first before we go to E3 predict predictions, or do you want to go E3 predictions and then go into news? Let's do news a quick. Andy, what's happened with MGM? Uh, it, it got bought, it bought it, it's owned now. <laughs> it is an owned woman now. No, it's, uh, it, um, Amazon bought it. There's been rumors about it for, I guess, uh, I saw a journalist put it as many companies have kicked the tires of MGM over the last few years trying to decide if they were going to buy it. And people keep saying no. Uh, Amazon has been courting them for uh, at least a couple months. And a bunch of people thought it wouldn't go through. And there's a lot to be said about why. Specifically, it's because the most lucrative thing that MGM owns is the James Bond franchise. And yeah. by buying it, Amazon now has exclusive streaming rights to the entirety of the Bond catalog. Pretty big deal. Uh, a lot of people thought that they wanted it so that they could uh, they could have No Time to Die, the the completed but as of yet unreleased James Bond movie on Amazon Prime first. You know, because there's Disney's doing this stuff with uh, with the uh, Cruella and. Um, and Mulan and whatever else where you can like pay extra and watch it immediately. And HBO max has famously had Godzilla vs Kong, Mortal Kombat, uh, stuff like that at the same time, stuff hits theaters and Amazon wanted to do that. But, um, uh, I can't remember their names, something broccoli, the, the broccoli siblings or whatever. They have final say as to how a bond movie is released. And they have famously gone on record saying, no, that'll never happen. James Bond movies should be an event. They will always go to theaters first. You cannot stream them until later. And because of that, Amazon was supposed to get scared off, but apparently they didn't. They're going through with it. Well, I mean, 
after the movie probably goes to theater just to be like oh, we have this fucking whole catalog of bond movies now so yeah, yeah I, uh contracts are going to start expiring you're going to see the bond movies that are on netflix and elsewhere disappear now and they're going to go over to amazon presumably at some point you'll be able to watch every bond movie on amazon prime which would be pretty wild i mean i own them on blu-ray but if you don't already own them this is this is this should be ex- exciting especially if you're a fan of the show because eventually we're going to get back to watching the rest of them mm-hmm. and, and a little bit political so the uh, mgm owns uh trump's old show what was his old show that he's the apprentice the, the apprentice or something like that and that. and apparently because amazon owns the uh the library and all the behind the scenes thing they want to see if they find something juicy of what trump would say uh you know like like you know grab him by the pussy something like that they want to see i mean he said grab him by the pussy and he was recorded saying it like and 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 America still elected him somehow. Like, what the fuck are they going to find? Why do they want to discredit him? Just let him—he's just playing golf now. That's, I don't know. That's but who even cares? Cancel- he's been banned from all social media. I don't even know what his opinion is. Actually, actually, he's reinstated <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram now. Oh, fucking Facebook and Instagram! He's <laughs> a shit. He might as well be on MySpace. Hey, Tom- Trump's back on uh fucking. Uh, uh, what's the the craft one? God damn it! Never mind. I ruined my Pinterest. Pinterest. That's it. God damn it! <laughs> I almost said Warcraft. I made uh, this gunpla. It's really nice. It's exceptional. The best gunpla. They're gonna get him in a gotcha. And they're gonna be like, "You're fired." He's gonna be like, From "It what? was just my gunpla review channel. Why are you trying to fire me?" <laughs> This gunplay is amazing. It's got the best guns. This one's the heavy arms. It's way better than anything they got in China. I like the heavy arms because it has an enormous amount of bullets. Just the most bullets. <laughs> the, the most best, bullets. The out most of bullets of anyone. I don't like Let's this. Turn to stream now. <laughs> I don't like this gunplay because it's made in China. A lot but, of them are made in Japan. I know. Fun fact. But he would like he would buy a knockoff just to do that. Like I don't like this from China. Uh, but anyway, um, anything else on MGM before we get into the fucking mass firings that happened again in WWE? Yeah, they, they, they got it. I mean, it'll be a while before we see things actually happen. And I'm still very curious to see if it affects when, how, and finally no time to die releases. Cause I really want to see it. But other than that, who knows? Zach. So Braun Strowman, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, and, Alistair Black. Am I missing anybody else on that list? Santana Garrett. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> I know who that is. But uh, we had firing. Lana. Forgot Lana. Oh yeah, Lana. But she's she's gonna go to AEW. She's gonna they fired sh- all those people. Yeah, released Jesus from Christ their contracts. They're independent contractors, man. Yeah. So, but I thought some of the I thought like Braun Strowman and like Alistair. Crowley. Those are names I know. Crowley? <laughs> uh, Alistair, Bl- Crowley. <laughs> Alistair Black. But yeah, Crowley. Yeah, I know, I know. I know his gimmick. It's, yeah, it makes yeah, it's his, it's his deal. Um, I mean, well, WWE used to always do this. It used to be known as spring cleaning, where like every, usually right after WrestleMania, a month or so, hmm. uh, they would release a bunch of people from their contracts, but they hadn't done that 
for a few years and I don't know, the last five years or so. Well, the last time they did it was during the pandemic and then they got, I mean, sh- I, well, I mean, before that, uh, yeah. you know, it, it had been several years since they'd done that uh, again. Uh, they would just release one or two people at random times in the year or something. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, after, uh, was it right after WrestleMania this year, they released like a bunch of people. Yeah. And then, then they did a bunch of NXT releases like a month after that. And then, and they, then did, they did Samoa Joe, like Samoa Joe and like one of the, like most of the Lucha Party people were like gone and Jane Kalisto. Lucha House Party, yeah. Yeah. And um, all these guys just got released this morning. <laughs> and apparently there's more coming. Is it? it I didn't hear that. There's more. Apparently there's more coming, which uh, what's her face is going to be on it. The, the blonde that was in the Riot Squad. Liv Morgan? Yeah, apparently Liv Morgan's on that list as well. It's like, what are they... How do they know that? How do they know that, though? A bunch of insiders. Well, I don't believe that until it happens. I know know you guys don't believe it until it happens, but most of these people have good track records that I listen to. Um, And apparently Liv Morgan's on there, and some NXT uh, UK people are going to be released. I don't know who, but... Mm. Well, yeah, uh, a couple of these people, it was a little surprising. Some of them not. Uh, To me, they're just shedding a bunch of fat, if I'm being honest, because they've spent the last eight years signing everybody they can to contracts. And now they realize, holy shit, we got way too many people. Well, I think they were, uh, like we were uh, talking about on Facebook, it's like, they were holding all the talent because they wanted to keep them away from AEW. And then all of a sudden the pandemic happened and then they're just like, fuck. One, we're losing money because we're not making money off of house shows and live events and we're not getting much on merchandise. And plus now we have all this talent like the Mike Kanellis making millions of dollars and shit. And then Braun Strowman having that big monster deal, uh, which he looks fucking stupid now. So, like, I understand they're shedding the fat. But they could have done something with Aleister Black. Um, they they were doing stuff with Buddy Murphy with the fucking Rey Mysterio family and shit. And uh, Seth Rollins. Like, that's a person that you're taking off of TV that was kind of mildly interesting a little bit. Um, and then the other ones, like Ruby Riot, she's all over the place. Like, she started having a push, but not as wasn't noth- noth-worthy, I should say. Um, so- she, she was injured for a while, too. But, um, I mean, the thing about Aleister Black was I knew he, him going to the main roster was never going to fucking work out. Uh, and he tried to go back to NXT, but then Vince was like, no, I want to try this gimmick with you. And they were setting that up, and he was getting ready to have a match this Friday. Mm-hmm. Gone. <laughs> they spent all this time building them back up. And they're like, nah, fuck it, we're done. Apparently, there's rumors going around that WWE wants to look at strategies that Marvel did to rejuvenate their universe. I don't know how they're going to do that. How? Exactly. <laughs> how does that translate to wrestling? I have no idea. Andy, uh, how does taking cues from the Marvel Cinematic Universe translate to wrestling? Can you tell me? 
because Marvel makes money and wrestling wants the money. But how do you? How do you? What do you take from that? You have a Roman Reigns movie. You have a Roman. You, you got to have like movies and TV shows, and they have to all interact with each other. You know, kind of like what they do now, I guess. Roman Reigns movie, and then you have a Seth Rollins movie. No. You know what they need to do is just fucking book wrestling. Quit doing horse shit. <laughs> that's all I need to do. Ain't yeah. nobody got time for that. But yeah, that's apparently. What, but that, but that's what's happening. Um, bottom line is, we'll we'll have more to discuss on getting some color as to get into a deep dive and things if we hear more stuff and more releases. But mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. Uh, maybe they're cleaning house to finally. Start doing good in wrestling again. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll uh, hold my breath. All right, E3 predictions time. Where do we want to start off first? Oh, shit. Um, how about we... I'm going to say things. I'm saying words. Ubisoft. Ubisoft goes first because they suck. Who cares about Ubisoft? What do they got? What do they, they got? What, have, what, do they what does got? Ubisoft have? Tell me. Do you want me to... Tom Clancy? Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed? Far Cry. Far Cry. Far Cry. I didn't think about Far Cry. Oh yeah, they're gonna show off Far Cry six, aren't they? You know, oh, you know what they you know what they have? Ubisoft game. That's what they have. Ubisoft game. <laughs> they they have open world game with towers. <laughs> That's it. They have Ubisoft game, bro. Here's what I got for Ubisoft. Beyond Good and Evil. It's next gen. It's got co op. Assassin's Creed game, but it's in the future for reasons. And I've got uh Again, now this this one this one I actually put some thought into. Um, Ubisoft has partnered with a game company in Korea, and they made like it's kind of an RPG adventure game, but all of the like economy of it exists on a blockchain, like like cryptocurrency. I think Ubisoft is going to take that because they they already worked on that. They're going to take that and they're going to make it something more mainstream. They're going to do something with like blockchain NFT. Fucking buzzword crypto bullshit. That's I, I that that's legit. That's that's something I think that could actually happen. And so then, and then that, that's all I got for you. So, so which ones were the ridiculous predictions and which ones were the real ones? I couldn't really. The only ridiculous prediction I could think was <laughs> a a Rainbow Six PSVR game. <laughs> oh, bring it on, Ubisoft! But no. Nah, all right. Uh, so realistic for me, uh, Star Wars game, big reveal. Massive uh, games apparently is a part of uh, Ubisoft. Um, I think they're going to try to do something with Mandalorian universe. Mm. So I think it might be a Mandalorian re- Cross Rabbids. Oh yes, I would play that. I've, I mean, if it's good, um, <laughs> Far Cry Six is obviously going to get a deep dive uh, since that's going to be their big game that's yeah. coming out. I don't think Assassin's Creed is going to maybe DLC or something. Um, I think there's going to be a new Rayman. Haven't had it's a about new... time, honestly. Yeah, it's been seven years since we haven't had a new uh, Rayman. Is anybody looking for it? Probably some. I don't really care, but that's Ubisoft. Um, what I want is a new Prince of Persia. Or Persia, whatever. Uh, new Splinter Cell, because it's we need one. Uh, and the third one... Um... <laughs> I don't know. It's a fucking shooter... Open world free game, free to game play, something free, like free to play game. Yeah, <laughs> free to game play. But they uh, 
um, uh, the, the Division. They spun that off into like some free to play. Well, it's not free to play. It's a uh, still free pay. start something. Maybe, I maybe, thought. maybe the first few levels, but that's pay to pay to play to pay more. <laughs> that that's what that's what that model is. There mm-hmm. you go. You got it. Zach, what do you got for Ubisoft? Anything? Uh, for the real shit, I just put one word: predictable. <laughs> so, because it was just like I, I care the least for like the shit Ubisoft does. I'll be honest. I, I, it I wasn't mean, always that way, was it? It couldn't have been. No, like no. fifteen years ago, they were still a fairly respectable company. I think until they fucking just went down the drain in terms of creativity. We um, are going to play a good game and going to be snowboarding. Mm-hmm. We we. What was that? <laughs> that was French something. Oh, some French, some French man in yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah, I'm going to go on record saying I do not know how to pronounce their CEO's name, and I know I should, and I'm sorry. Oh, well, if you give me his name, I'll try. But, um, <laughs> like, uh, for stuff I, I want, I said, I called them my outlandish predictions. Ubisoft announces a new IP. That's Hell's going to fr- freeze over when that happens at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil 2, I'm starting to think that's not going to happen. Even though yeah. they said it was, it, it's been how many years since they showed that fucking trailer? Supposedly, they were hiring people to work on it about a year ago. They they had job listings for it. So okay. I don't know if that's an indication one way or the other. Before a pandemic. Okay. You said I mean, new Prince of Persia. The pandemic's fucked everything. Like, who knows what's yeah. going on anymore. Dub said a new Prince of Persia. I would like a new Prince of Persia. If it's like Sands of Time, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I said a new Splinter Cell. It doesn't suck because the last few. Well, ones what could since... they do? They'd have to reboot it at this point, right? Because mm. he's like come out of retirement like three times consecutively. Yeah, I... just reboot or, or just make it another guy. I don't know. It can still be Splinter Cell, and not be about fucking Sam Fisher, right? I think they should just remaster. What they should do is they should take the best elements of the first three games: Splinter Cell, Pandora, Tomorrow. What was that game called? Uh, Pandora tomorrow and and Chaos Theory. Yeah, yeah. Take the best parts of all of those and just reboot it into one good, excellent stealth espionage game. That's the way to go. That's what I think they should do. I have a sub prediction for Xbox, which I will. It'll be part of my uh, what I want, but we'll okay. get we'll get to that. We'll get there. That's that's kind of all I got for for Ubisoft, though. Your first your first crazy one new IP. Just just as an asterisk, as an aside, that's that's my wish for all these companies. I always want to hear about new IPs getting announced. A lot of companies are getting a lot better about it in years recent. I mean, hell, even EA has been kind of surprising me with that they're always coming up with some weird new game. But then it just ends up being formulaic and boring, and it falls on its face. Speaking of EA, uh, does anyone have anything interesting for EA, or is it all the same formulaic bullshit? No one cares. No one cares, but Mass Effect is probably going to get a... Because the Legendary Edition is apparently doing well. I think they're going to set out a trailer and be like, Hey, there's some in-game footage. Not gameplay, but in-game style trailer. And it's going to be like Mass Effect 2020... Late 2022. That would be nice. Um we already know we're going to see Battlefield 6. We don't even know if that's what it's called. Um, I still think we're going to see 
a Star Wars game, and it's probably going to be a sequel to uh, the Jedi Order, Fallen Jedi Order. What was it called? Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I was close. And uh, <laughs> they announced a lot of people were excited about this. Uh, the NCAA football is coming back in the form of college football, and they haven't announced officially that they have the collegiate license, but I'm sure they do. And they'll be like, "Oh, we got we got the fucking Big Ten, and we got twelve, and whatever." They're going to talk about the fucking bullshit. sports ball. Um, again, a new IP would be best, but man, I'd really love, uh, I've dreamed forever that, uh, they partner with double five, they bring back brutal legend and they get rid of all that RTS shit and just make a really good open world third person adventure game with a kick-ass metal soundtrack. <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, uh, make a sequel to mirror's edge and make it 4k 60 frame per second. Make it, make it awesome. I want to see Make that. it VR so you can vomit. Oh yeah. Make it VR so I can barf. Um, what about Capcom? Did you guys put anything down for Capcom? You didn't tell me. You didn't assign that as homework. Okay. Uh, I don't know. They're going to make Street Fighter Ultra Arcade No, uh, no. something edition 6. Well, Street yeah. Fighter 5 is pretty much that. It's it's done. Yeah. Championship edition. I don't think they're going to announce Street Fighter 6 right now because that would kill... That would probably hurt the Evo... And yeah, they're the competitive shit. scene for sure. They're they're probably going to let it settle for another year before they come out. So hey, we got a new Street Fighter, but Street Fighter, um, cross virtual fighter. I have some Capcom jazz. Okay, go. Not that much, but they're probably going to announce some new Monster Hunter game. I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> but everybody it's, else it's does. It's popular, and there's a movie, so you know. I watched of... somebody play the new Monster Hunter game uh-huh. like fairly recently. Like, I sat there and watched him play it for hours. Not just to do it. It's just we were stuck on a, a train, and he was playing on on the train's monitor, and I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> you were and trapped. I, I was trapped <laughs> in the car. And I was just like, all he was doing was just, it was literally just he was running around killing monsters and, and skinning them. And I'm just like, <laughs> this is just like the, the bullshit you do in MMOs, except they gussy it up more. It's like it's the side shit you do at MMOs. It's like I'm like, like when you're really... waiting for your friends to get on so you can do the serious stuff. That can't be the whole game. Is that really why people like it so much? It's got a story from what I understand, but it's always <laughs> like there's some mythical scary monster and we need to do something about it. I think I don't. I, I know it makes them a bunch of bucks, so whatever. It, yeah, it'll do that. I think there's going to be an RE4 teaser. Yep. Um. I mean, it's already been confirmed they're remaking it. I just think now they're going to put out a teaser or maybe like a no, 30 second. I got it. There's not even going to be a teaser. You know what they're going to do? They're going to pull a Nintendo and they're going to do that thing where at the end of the show, they're like, we get one more thing. And it's just going to be an all black screen. And you're going to hear Leon say, where'd everybody go? Bingo. Yes. And then that four is going to appear. That's four. going to be the end of the stream. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be, that'd be pretty fucking sick. I'm not <laughs> um, um that's all I got for realistic predictions for Capcom. I only have two outlandish. I have a new Lost Planet game. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, that will happen. But that's pretty... and another outlandish Resident Evil Code Veronica remake is not going to happen, but I I put that on my list. As far as, as far as realistic, I think we're going to get a tease of Village DLC. Um, I think we're going to get a Resident Evil 4 teaser and... Street Fighter last new character reveal. I have one outlandish thing for Capcom. Dino Crisis. Okay. Remake. 
because we need fucking dinosaur games. I don't, know, I don't know if that's as outlandish as, as you're saying. Like, I keep seeing Dino Crisis mentioned. It gets mentioned, like, but nothing of ever, of any kind of substance ever really comes up with it. You know, and it was like, never part of the leak as well, too. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. So I'm just I'm that's my outlier. Is like I still want a Dino Crisis game. Come on, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um. Um. Uh. Um, uh <laughs> Let, let's save let's let's save the manufacturers for the end let's save microsoft bethesda and nintendo for the end uh sega did you say you had something for sega zach i have some sega because they already did their big sonic showcase we're getting the sonic colors we're getting sonic origins we're getting a new sonic game it's probably called sonic rangers sonic rangers okay yeah well they only revealed part of the logo and a bunch of people like like tilted it and like inserted it into a font and it like looks like it says Sonic Rangers or something like that. Um go go Sonic Rangers. No yeah, no one else no one knows the fuck. Apparently it's gonna be like open world, but I think some of that might be trolls being like, oh it's gonna be like Skyrim or some shit. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly there was like footage and concept art leaked for it or something. Okay. But anyway, no that keeping that in mind, what else what else is Sega slash Atlas going to show? That's what I was going to say. Don't forget Atlas. Um, I think there's going to be something about Shin Megami Tensei Five, probably. Finally. It's it's, it's turn now. It, they I, revealed it at the Nintendo Switch's launch event in like 2017, right? The, just the fact that, oh yeah, we're working on it? It exists, be, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it. So That's the, all we got. There will be more. It might be, I would guess, since the last one came out on the 3DS, this will be a Switch game. It is. They, like I said, oh. they, they announced it when the Switch was announced. Okay. As, it's it's exclusive to the Switch. At least it was at that time. Cool, I guess. Um, I think there's uh, this is like not fucking out of left field or anything, but there's going to do another Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> for sure but apparently their plan is uh, i read it in an interview with one of the heads of ryu go whatever the name of that studio going forward they're gonna make the yakuza games in the style of like a dragon so we're probably gonna see a like a dragon 2 and they're gonna do the judgment games in the more active style which lost judgment has already been announced i'm sure we're gonna see that at e3 this is crazy. This is a weird idea. This is kind of going off on a tangent. But would you play a Yakuza game if they said it like when the Yakuza started? Yeah. There's a Yakuza game that takes place in feudal Japan. It's never been localized. It came out for the PlayStation 3. Fuck! Yeah, doesn't that piss you off? Apparently it's fun <laughs> as shit, too. I want to play Yakuza at different periods of time. Yeah. I know they kind of jump all over the place with the 80s and the 90s and 2000s, but like sure. further back, too. Um... That's all I got for realistic ones. For oh, holy shit! You know, give me this, please. This is, uh, Sega's the easiest one to do holy shits for. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I said Golden Axe Four. Um, I want a Fantasy Star or a Shining Force RPG. Not, oh my god, they'd be amazing. Not online, not Fantasy Star online. I want another single player Fantasy it, Star. It would just take so many resources, but I would love it, when they when they and Atlas merged. I was like, I I really hope they just take their IPs and say, Atlas, do you want to just make an RPG? And they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, just let them do it. 
And then this is kind of a goof, but I'm like kind of serious about it. I don't care. This doesn't really apply to me, but it's something crazy. Is Sega Saturn Mini. Because <laughs> it's like if this if this damn thing came out, hopefully it would it would beat the prices down for a little bit because the Sega Saturn Minis are out everywhere. Mm. Uh, one minor, uh, I just now thought about this when we were talking about um, Yakuza's and other time periods. Make a Yakuza based in the mid '60s, which is when the Battle Without Honor or Humanity um, Quitology five the series of five movies is based. It's like it's what it's what popular <clears throat> realistic Yakuza shit in fiction. Okay, and. It would be really cool if they could get uh, what's the guy's name, Kinji Fukiji or something like that. The guy who directed those movies, they could get him involved somehow because he's still alive and still making stuff. That, that sounds cool. I'm, I'm for that. I want a condemned game. Oh yeah. I don't think they're going to do any more of those. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's in my real re- uh, unrealistic. <laughs> but uh, like Sonic Chronicles two and uh, Sonic oh six two. <laughs> No, Sonic 12. No, we're supposed to go far away from there. No, we're not going back. A remake an adventure. Square Enix time because I don't have any Sega unless Andy, you have Sega. Nah, that was it. I just piggybacked on Zach's. Uh, uh, yeah, Squeenix. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this one down real quick because I have uh, I have some silly stuff. Um, New Day X. Why not? Come on, everyone's ready. Cowards. They won't do it. <laughs> do it, you cowards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we'll get a Final Fantasy 16 release date and some more details, and we'll see some more mounted combat on Chocobos, and it'll probably be pretty neato. Um, this one's half serious, but then I've got a stinger on it that makes it silly. Uh, a new Avengers game, but it takes place in that Marvel universe where everyone's gender swapped. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's, there's a in, in one of the what if comics. There's a universe where like Captain America is a woman, and like uh, Miss Marvel is Mister Marvel, and etc. And so on in that fashion. Make an Avengers game based in that whole universe. <laughs> That's crazy. I know it's insane. That'd be, that'd be, be funny. Um, and then uh, the one that's like a big wish is make a sequel to Final Fantasy Tactics, but make it stone cold serious like the first one. None of this storybook stuff. The other games are fun, but I want it like the first game is about like, <coughs> the church being corrupt and and like murder and betrayal and like real serious shit. Make a sequel to that. Do that again, please. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, what about you? Phoenix. What do you guys got? OK, I got real. Th- these are the real deals. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two details yeah. and stuff. I think they're gonna come out with some some shit to show us. Um, I think they won't. Just as a sub, a sub mm-hmm. thing. I, it's, I'm just saying. I, just... I I don't think it'll be a lot. I think it'll just be like, oh, here it's a teaser. Maybe it shows like fucking 15 seconds worth of a battle. I don't know. <laughs> That'll be yeah. the teaser. We'll see Nibelheim and it'll be on fire or something like that. We'll see Vincent. Yeah, that'd be you cool. Know. Yuffie, yeah. Yeah. Well, Yuffie's going to be in uh, the... Intergrade. Intergrade, yeah. I almost said Integral. I was thinking about I, I think I think they're going to show off uh, Intergrade, and that'll be it. Okay. Integrade. Oh, that's what, that's that. what I think. I mean, I have no reason. I have nothing to base that on. It's just a feeling. Um, uh, What are you going to say, Dubs? No, with the Integrade, I think they're going to do Integrade and be like, now since Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One is not 
time exclusive anymore. It's going to be on Game Pass. So I think it's that's a pretty smart one. That one's there's there's money to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to announce a new Tomb Raider game. I have that um, on there because they've been doing this Tomb Raider 25th anniversary celebration thing, and they've been kind of teasing a new game during it. They said like we have we're going to do a new game, and it's supposed to tie together the Survivor trilogy shit they just did into somehow the storyline of the old games. What? So the only thing I can think of is that they're springboarding off of that to reboot it. I think. Uh, If they make it less goddamn serious and make it a little bit more fun and adventure-y, I think that would be good. (laughs) That's kind of what always turned me off to it, because look how gritty and serious it is. I was like, that's not really what I wanted. Yeah, like it sounded cool at first with that first one and everything, and that was cool, yeah. you know. Yeah, she murders a fuck ton of people, but whatever, who cares? <laughs> like, but, but like the, then they kept kind of hammering that home with each one. And I'm like, God damn, when is she gonna like, I don't know, get over it? <laughs> but that's all I got for real for 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 outlandish bullshit. I have Parasite Eve remake. Yes, that's one Please. of mine. I would love to see that in like now, like with how they just did Final Fantasy VII remake, and then the guy that did it said, "Oh man, I would love to do Parasite Eve." And I'm like, "Do it!" <laughs> but um, I also have Legacy of Kane put down. Just something, give me something from Legacy of Kane. You guys have been sitting on that IP for like we're going close to twenty years. Do they remember so- they own it? <laughs> I think it gets brought up all the time, and then like they're fucking, you know, they're social media people and shit. So we'll see. Um, and then I have just Xeno Gears put down. Just, just Xeno Gears. I was, I want Xeno Gears two or something. <laughs> That's all I got. Xeno Saga. No, fuck just, that. I know, no. I know. I know. I know. Uh, Zach already brought up some. Uh, of mine, but I also I have like honorable mentions. I kind of flopped it a little bit, so I'll, I'll throw some of that in there. It's going to be Final Fantasy themed. This one, Square Enix. They're going to have Final Fantasy 16 release year 2023. I think 2023 is when it's going to come out. Um, I think they're going to show Babylon Fall. Remember they had uh, a little bit to show for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's coming out 2022. Um, I've actually read some news about this. I don't know if it's going to be real or not, so I'm going to put it in my outlandish. But apparently they're making a Souls-like Final Fantasy game P- PS5 exclusive. So That could be interesting, I guess. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear about the setting, the protagonist, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, another outlandish thing, Kingdom uh, Kingdom Hearts 4. So. Is there any place else to go? No. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently the, the d- new DLC, there's like a whole new set of characters that they could go off of. I don't really care. I just put that there because it's funny. Oh, okay. I mean, if they were going to do it, spin it off and do something brand new in that world. That's the way to go. Kingdom Farts. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Nintendo like or Xbox? <laughs> um, I don't. We always save Nintendo for last. Let's do Nintendo now, and let's let because because Microsoft got Bethesda now, so we'll do that last. How about that? You want to want me to go first? Sure. 
I'm what going new to... Smash character are they going to announce? Because I know we've all got that on our list. <laughs> uh, that's in my realistic, but I'm going outland. Okay, yeah. I'm going outlandish first. New Star Fox game. Damn it! I had that down. Um, no, you guys are both wrong. You guys are both wrong on that. They're not going to release a new Star Fox game. They're going to take Star Fox Zero. They're going to fix the controls and they're going to re-release it for a full sixty bucks. No. Yes, they are. They are going to do that. Maybe. I think he might be right. <laughs> um. I'm going to use these two uh, real quick. So this is going to feed off of one of my Xbox outlandish predictions, because remember Microsoft and Xbox that are supposed oh, to game work. pass is coming to the switch. This again, this old chestnut. Well, I have that too. I have, oh. I have Microsoft crossover game pass will be on switch with selected games, not the whole catalog that's on PC or Xbox, but it will be, able to run on switch and the fir- and since master chief is going to be a smash character because that's my realistic uh thing that the master chief collection will be on the switch game pass um so i have that then i also have something with microsoft and fucking <laughs> nintendo so with the nintendo crossover with with microsoft so i'll, I'll kind of put them together mario kart 8 Will be a cross. Uh, will be a game that would be played on Xbox and uh, Nintendo, and that's a want um, because then they're gonna say Mario Kart Nine is gonna come out. <laughs> so they're gonna be like, and Mario Kart Eight is gonna be cross play between Xbox players and Nintendo players, uh, which it's never gonna happen. But I I want that. Now for realistic, like I said, Master Chief Smash. Uh, they're gonna have Splatoon three gameplay, and it's gonna come out holiday twenty twenty one. That is on mine. And this is my final two. So there's been rumors. Now I know we talk about rumors. It's never coming out. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Um, the new Switch model that's gonna be in four K. Uh, it's gonna come out holiday twenty twenty one. And then Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out of March 2022. And it's going to play off of the the new Switch. They're going to showcase it on the... They're going to do a Skyward Sword. You're right. They're going to do... Because when Skyward Sword came out, they they showcased the new Motion Plus for the Wii controllers. Mm-hmm. They're going to do something like that, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. So I, I also have a new Switch hardware. But I think um, I read something that I agree with. They will announce it ahead of the show. Hmm. Okay. I think they're. I think they're gonna show a bundle. I think they're gonna be like, "Ooh, you, you want a Breath of the Wild two? Uh, new? I, I think they're gonna call it like how they did the new uh, 3ds. I think they're gonna call it the new Switch. I know. I know that they are gonna do that, and it's so dumb. I hate it. Yeah. I I don't know what's gonna be different about it besides the dock doing 4K. Yeah, it'll just look better. Maybe yeah. they'll 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 fix the the Joy-Con issues because they they have drift. And one thing I want to throw in there, a new Donkey Kong game. We need it. From who? Do you want Retro Studio to do it or someone else? No, no? not them. Not them. I don't like those games. Uh, what was the one on Wii U? Uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. That was done by Retro Studios. Retro. Yeah. I don't like them. They're grody. <laughs> they're 
they're artificially annoyingly difficult. I don't like them. Grody. Gag me with a spoon. It's grody. It's it's gross difficulty. It's not fun. But that's all I have. What do you guys have? Um, do you guys remember? This is piggybacking on on dubs. Do you guys remember when uh, Bayonetta came out on Wii U and they added those costumes where she could look like sexy Princess Peach and sexy Zelda <laughs> or sexy Link, whatever, whichever one it was. I can't remember. Like all the the stupid Nintendo costumes. Yeah. I want them to bring like gears over to the Switch with a Game Pass, but I want you to be able to be like Marcus Phoenix Luigi or something like that. <laughs> I, I want it. I want that. I want to dress up Cole like Kirby. Let what, me do that. <laughs> what if like they come out with like download content for Luigi's Mansion and you get to play as Marcus Phoenix and you have like a, a chainsaw vacuum that I you'll just get like the fucking ghost and you're like and he like takes the ghost out or whatever you fight in Luigi's Mansion. I think that'd be funny. I I agree with the spirit of what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. New Smash character. They're gonna announce a new Smash character. Um. A lot of people saying Crash. By the way, Doom Slayer. Doom Slayer would be fucking phenomenal. That would be amazing. I don't think. I don't think that would happen over over Master Chief. But man, I can guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, you know what they should do? They should make it Master Chief, and then they should do uh, what's it called? An Echo character that is Doom Slayer. Doom Slayer. I think. Yeah. I think they could get away with that. And he's just more violent. All of his moves are just more violent. It's, it's all the same shit, except it's it's crazier. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was trying to remember the other Smash characters. I'm trying to hypothesize. Um, Green Power Ranger. Um, fucking I don't, <laughs> Shrek. Shrek will be in there. Shrek. <laughs> um, <coughs> I said this Knuckles. last episode, but they're going to be like, "Hey, we got to bring back a guest to announce this next game." And Reggie's going to come back and announce Mother 3. I put that in my realistic stuff, but a rational human being would put that in the non-realistic stuff. I did. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, yeah, new Switch hardware. Um, supposedly, they Nintendo internally has a release date for Metroid Prime 4. Purportedly. But apparently it's not what you want. It's like 2023 or something ridiculous like that. Oh, fuck. They they like restarted it for nothing not too long ago. So I think that that really fucked it up. That, suppose that's just that's just a big dumb fat rumor. Prime collection. So that can mean nothing. Maybe they'll re-release the prime collection. Uh, that would be something back from back on the Wii. Um, and then in my my wishes, uh, Wario Land, Wario World, anything with Wario, Wario's calculator. I don't care. <laughs> Nintendo, remember Wario exists. I love his new outfit in the new Mario Golf. It's boss. More of that, please. Just spin. I, I want. The, I want there to be a reveal that his stupid outfit in Mario Golf. You know where he's got like the plaid pants and the cowboy hat. I want it to be revealed. Oh, that's his outfit in the new game we're making. That's just. That's just how he looks all the time. And then there's a new <laughs> Wario world, and he's like this weird cowboy oil tycoon character and he's trying to get rich and i'd love it sounds cool yes <laughs> um zach do you have nintendo yes yes but it's all like 
mostly shit that you guys talked about already. <laughs> I'm, so, surprised. I'm surprised one of your wishes is not Bayonetta 3. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's going to go on there because Dub said Star Fox. Mm. Uh, yeah, Bayonetta 3, it, I put that in Outlandish because there's still no goddamn details about that game. Come on! <laughs> I need details from literally anyone, hopefully in the Nintendo show, about uh, No More Heroes 3 also, by the way. Uh, I also put Mother Three in Outlandish, and I put I put Switch Pro, the next Switch bullshit Switch, in the Outlandish call generation. I still think they're going to stubbornly refuse to do it. I think they've they've been working on it. They're just trying to get it just right or something. I don't know. They'll do it later. They'll do it like in the middle of the these new consoles life cycle. <laughs> Probably what they're trying to do. They're just waiting for Switch sales to wane. And when the pandemic started, Switch sales exploded because everyone was like, well, I'm fucking bored. I'm going to buy some video games. Yeah. So they were like, uh, we're not releasing new hardware yet. <laughs> um, as for the real, realistic stuff, uh, I, there's they're going to show Breath of the Wild 2, I guess. Uh, and there's going to be some new Mario game. That's Odyssey 2? That's all I got. I hope it is uh, Odyssey 2. Like, I understand yeah. that it's, it's Nintendo's MO to be like, Oh, it's a brand new thing, but they made a Galaxy 2. And honestly, Odyssey is one of the best Mario games ever, in my opinion. I, I had felt, so much fun playing that game. I feel like it got received well enough that they would make a two. Straight up sequel, yes, do it. Um, that's kind of all I got. By the way, I want to do a sub prediction on Breath of Wild 2. Zelda is going to be a playable character in Breath of Wild 2. Something's going to happen to Link where Zelda has to be played. Kind of makes sense because she's there and they won't do the stupid she gets kidnapped in the opening sequence of the game because they, they know that no one's going to buy that. <laughs> oh, um, a sub prediction regarding a new Mario game. If it is Odyssey 2, uh, Odyssey did that really awesome thing where after you beat the game, there's a whole nother world and it's just the world from Mario 64. They're going to do that again, except this time it's going to be Delfino Island, right? Maybe. I'm going to go back to Delfino Island. <laughs> You're going to see Flood again. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you guys want to talk about Microsoft uh, Plus Beth- Plus One Bethesda? Yes. Sure. Joined uh, at the hip. Best friends forever. Um, uh, I, I got some easy ones. So I'll go first. Uh, we'll see some Starfield shit, I guess. And they're going to be like, it's exclusive. And everyone's going to be like, no fucking duh. <clears throat> um, Forza Horizon 5 is going to get a date. It's probably Christmas. Apparently, it takes place in Mexico. That's what rumors say. I'm saying October oh release month. You'll say what? I say October. October. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I Microsoft likes to reveal peripherals at least once during their E3 show, so I think they'll do that again. VR? Maybe. Huh? VR? Uh, that would be cool. That would be in my wish category, but honestly, I think it's something more like they'll really reveal like I don't know if they can improve upon it, but Connect the Elite, <laughs> the Elite Controller Mark II or whatever came out alongside the series or the Xbox One X. They'll make some new iteration of it that is specifically for Series X or some nonsense like that. Okay. And then my big wish again, something I've already said. Uh, hey, we partnered with Kojima. We gave him a fuck ton of money, and he gets to do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, pretty much. That's, oh, and uh, also Xbox Series X's are available everywhere, and you can buy one right now. At KB Toys. <laughs> At KB Toys right now. So Andy can you buy can one. You can run on down to Circuit City and pick yourself up an Xbox Series X. And that's when Andy buys one. Maybe. Zach, what about you? What do you got? 
Uh, I got. I'll do real first. Uh, they're gonna come out with some Elder Scrolls Six concrete things to show people, mm. and say it comes out next year. Instead of a no, t- it, that soon? No way. No. Why not? Why not? Starfield. Because they already said like, oh, it's just a teaser. It's probably will come out for a little. Who time. gives a fuck about Starfield? Everybody knows that's what they really want. I know. I I want Elder Scrolls. Even I don't even give they a fuck know. About Starfield, even but... they know that. Since when does Bethesda know what people want? Not for at least three or four years. Yeah. They 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 think they're giving you what they think you want. That's what it is. Yes, that's what they've been doing. <laughs> they think you want more Skyrim all the time and a bunch of other shitty games. Starfield is a mirage. It's it's uh, false. It's not real. It's vaporwave. Va- vaporware. Vaporware. Yeah. Uh it's it's a ruse. Uh, it's Elder Scrolls Six in space. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a space place that you you, you do stuff in in Elder Scrolls Six. Actually, yeah, that's pretty cool. Actually. Get shot with an arrow and just explore um, the moon. I don't give a fuck about either of these games though. Pro pro tip, <laughs> but uh, Perfect Dark. There's gonna be some Perfect Dark business. Is I that think. real or is that? That's real. Maybe. I think that I think they're going to show they're like, hey, we get proof of dark, and I don't know if it'll be like they're going to show us some real shit, or they're just going to say, hey, we we're doing it. Well, we but, already uh, got we're doing it, so they would need to show maybe a trailer. Um, okay, then that. Um, they're going to show Halo, and it won't look fucking embarrassing this time. <laughs> uh, that that'll be the the other realist. I'm still not going to let that go. Uh, I I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> that was fucking sad. Uh, then for Outlandish shit, uh, Microsoft buys Konami. I mostly put that to be funny. <laughs> Please, can that happen? But can like, that happen? I don't. They, I don't want them to buy <laughs> Konami outright, corporate structure wise. I want them to just buy all their good intellectual property and then just leave them to yeah. do whatever they want. Go, go make pachinko bullshit. Do whatever. whatever you, yeah, you guys can fucking make Yu-Gi-Oh cards and pachinko machines until the end of time. And we're going to go make good games. Maybe. That'd be cool. Uh, a new banjo game. This is also another troll pick. <laughs> a uh, lot of people say now's the time because a bunch of people played him in Smash and they're like, oh, I like this character. Mm. Yeah, I just, I don't know if they'll do it again or not. No. I, I think the time is more apt for more Conquer, honestly, if they were going to do something like that. Yeah, if they were going to do a, they could do a Conquer thing, that would be kind of cool. I mean, uh, with like, uh, I, I like Deadpool. I feel like some some exec is going to point toward the popularity of the two Deadpool movies and be like, "Oh, we should do this, but with Conquer, man." Yeah, oh, we actually have some people in the chat speaking. So, Gutan uh, says E three predictions: people wear masks. Uh, E3 predictions I won't watch. Uh, and then Bethesda can sur- suffer the testicular torsion. Okay, thank testicular you. Testicular torsion? Yeah. <laughs> House Party says, I did want Starfield, but two weeks after I bought a PS5, they went down the toilet. Damn. Rip. I'm sure down the road, they'll Xbox will make a deal, or maybe Sony will uh, bend the knee and get Game Pass on PlayStation, which will never happen, but... No. Who, who knows? No, not this generation. That's all I got. Okay. So I'm going to go um, probably back and forth. So realistic Halo Infinite um, is going to have a November release date of 2021. 
Um, it's going to be, they're going to announce multiplayer is free. They don't have to buy the full game. You could just download it just like how you could download Warzone on um, Call of Duty. And it's going to be 50 versus 50 Spartans gameplay. Um, Shit. <laughs> that's my prediction for Halo. Starfield's going to get a November 2022 20, 20, release date. Uh, Todd Howard's going to speak and he's going to be like, I'm Todd Howard. I'm going to say a bunch of words. And it's going to sound... I'm Todd Howard. Do you guys still like me? The audience is going to go, <laughs> no, not for years. Fuck off. <laughs> and then he's going to say, this is pretty cool. And then he's going to show a feature. <laughs> you guys want to look at blades on my phone? No, <laughs> shut up your ass, Todd Howard. Get out of here. And then he's oh. going to... And, and I actually have this written. Then he's going to also reveal a Starfield mobile game while you can wait for the the, the whole game to come oh, out. Yeah, they're going to tie it in. They're going to, oh, you can make your own Fallout bunker, but it's space now. <laughs> and, uh, um, Ubis, so. Since when do we hate Bethesda so hard? <laughs> I, I mean, I've hated that part of Bethesda for a while. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I am there with you. So. Phil Spencer gets on the screen. He says, um, we have we have EA Play on our Game Pass. It's, it's time to get a new publisher to put their games on our Game Pass. And comes on the screen is the French guy that we don't know his name. And he's like, hello, how you do? Wee wee. And something, I don't know. It's like god of yeast yeah he's like <laughs> yes ark of the piston it's like god damn what is this name is bothering me we it, it starts with a g and then the last name is like yeast hyphen something i don't know Gen- Genon, i don't know anyway he's gonna come on the screen he's gonna be like hello xbox people and he's gonna gilmon gilma gilma sorry keep going i don't know he's gonna say hello i'm here to tell you that you the whole catalog of you play will be on Game Pass this holiday. Oh yeah, you play. And uh and then this is gonna go into unrealistic, outlandish, and he's gonna be like I have an announcement to make. Since Splinter Cell games are on the you play, here is the first announcement of the new exclusive Splinter Cell game for Xbox only. Boom. It's it's uh an, oh. an, an Xbox exclusive and Xbox funded, uh, meaning that they're paying uh a developer and having Ubisoft publish it. Second party. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have a Splinter Cell game. Uh I, I threw this for uh the memes, a new Crimson Tides game. Um and then, obviously, the Nintendo crossover in Mario Kart 8 will be playable on Xbox Game Pass and will be cross-played with Nintendo. And then Forza Horizon 5, October release date. And that's it. All right. How many times during the show, specifically during Nintendo's thing, are they going to say, it's available now? Everyone loves doing that now. It's going to be a lot, right? Oh, I, I got one more out <laughs> for Microsoft real okay. quick. Uh, Quake Quake 5. Quake 5. Quake 5, everybody. Give me Quake 5. Master Chief, the new operator in Rainbow Six Siege. Maybe. <laughs> um, Nintendo... Plasma grenades. This is a gadget. 
Nintendo will say at least maybe two. I think Xbox might say it a lot because they need something. Yeah, they'll be like, it's on Game Pass right now. They're going to do that shit. Yeah, you're right. They're going to be like, hey, you like this game? Well, guess what? You can play it right now. And boom. And then they're going to be like, and then Splinter Cell, they're going to be like, you can play all the Splinter Cell games right now. Not the new one. The, and just then the servers are gonna fucking crash for days. No, that hasn't happened yet, has it? It's never been stressed to that point. I didn't think. Oh Much well, you know credit. what? That's a good point. It's not going to. That, well, the problem is nobody. They can't get enough out there. Yeah. So people are still looking for Xboxes. And you got. I mean, fucking... all you want is Game Pass. You can get a fucking Series S. You want you want a Series S. I'll I'll get you a Series S with That's true with nail polish. You just gotta sell sell it for fifty dollars extra, so you can make a profit off of it. You got fucking scalper assholes out there. I sent you guys that picture, right? I was at Walmart and they fucking had three of them just just sitting there. Yeah, I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants those. Oh yeah, and a Fallout seventy five. Seventy five. Seventy five. What what is it? Seventy six. Seventy six. There's a. It's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gonna have a new part of West Virginia in there somewhere. Oh no, that that seriously was. I had meant to put that down in my wishes for Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fix seventy six in that they strip out all the multiplayer bullshit and just make it a New Vegas style side adventure, and it just takes place with all these stories in West Virginia. That's that's mean, what I want. You mean Bethesda, right? That's what I meant to say. You said Ubisoft. I did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Ubisoft's at the top of my my document, and I think it just jumped into my head. Another- yeah, that, that's what. Fix, fix it. Strip out all that stuff. Like I know playing with your friends. That's the whole point of that game. But just write a story that takes place in all these interesting locations, and then tell it. Tell yep. that story. Fuck friends to the person playing the game. You heard it first here. Fuck friends. Yeah, fuck that show. I don't have any friends. God damn it. You don't have friends in the apocalypse. You have yourself. I'm talking about E3 on Twitch right now. Do I look like I have friends? <laughs> I'll be there for you. Anyway, um, another outlandish thing I have on there is Fallout New Vegas 2. But yeah, that's never going to happen. Uh, I mean, it could happen. It's Xbox does have it. Obsidian. And... Uh, go play Outland, right? It's made by those people. Yeah. Yeah. Out, Outer Worlds. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm bad with titles today. Um, and apparently Arcane Studios? Um, not the one that's making Deathloop, but the, apparently they have an Austin group. They're doing a vampire game called Omen that's been announced, so that's why I didn't put in the predictions. Please release Tokimeki Memorial on Xbox Game Pass if English translation. Yes. Do Thank that. you. I, I I would get an Xbox thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have to do that? Konami's not going to do that shit. So they buy Konami. That's the first thing <laughs> they do. There you go. They'll just translate it right away. So I got a question for you guys. Uh, maybe you care. Maybe you don't. Um, I think Nintendo is going to win it again. Uh, we always say Nintendo wins it at the end, uh, but who do you think is going to win this year? Sony wins because they did the only right move to not play. 
They didn't play E3. Oh, did you see Fat Horizon Lady? What's her face? What? Ha- fat Alloy, Fat Face Alloy, whatever. Higher fans. Is I, she I, fat? Is she fat now? They made her uh, features not attractive. Now she has like chubby cheeks or whatever, and it looks weird. She, maybe she's been eating more. She just looks like a regular person. Oh, okay. I'll have to look at. He's overselling it a little bit. There's a, there's a really excellent. I fucking love it. A meme going around on Twitter where this guy was like, "I can't believe they do this. I'm so angry about it." Oh, the left oh, is is I, the character that uh, they revealed, and on the right is a character made by fans. Keep in and mind, I don't. You should hire fans. And the character on the on the on the right is like, um, it, it looks like her, but it's got like shiny white teeth and perfect skin and like it looks like something from the cover of like a woman's magazine it's hilarious i personally i don't care but she does look chubby like wait yes yeah who cares i'll have to see it i've played games where the protagonist was just like a dot a few pixels a fat italian plumber a blue rodent i don't care a fat asshole looking for money I'm playing Last of Us right now. Joel is not an attractive man. <laughs> I guess not. It's hard to be during. I almost said this is a exactly. I almost said it's a. Post- <laughs> it would be hard to be in the weird post-apocalyptic robotic dinosaur future of Horizon. Where's she getting the food, huh? Where was she going down to Sephora and picking up fucking eyeliner? No. Where's she getting <laughs> yeah. the food, Andy? Why is she fat? I don't know. I mean, I assume you eat when you can in that kind of situation. Just like our ancestors did. You can't. Eat, you can't eat it, robot dinosaurs. They're robotic and metal. What are they eating then? In this, I never played Horizon. What do they eat? Well, uh, berries. Yeah. Ryden eats robots. He pulls their spines out and fucking consumes it. That's and, right. He does. Know, fucking, he are we adding that game? Essence. Are we adding that game? To yes, it's, okay. it's a Metal Gear game. Yeah, I've never played it, and I really want to. If we're adding Snake's Revenge, you got to play Revenge. <laughs> yeah, answer by. <laughs> And survive, I guess. Survive as co-op. We should all get survive. Oh man! I'll play. How will we I'll, survive I'll, that? I'll play it for the memes. You gotta buy it used to make sure Konami doesn't get any money. <laughs> well, I don't know how I'm gonna play. I have a digital fucking PlayStation Five. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Wait, did they, did they do PS3? No, it was PS4. Oh. Yeah, PS4. Was it on Xbox? If it's on the Xbox, we can it, play it. Yeah, yeah, if it's on Xbox One, you guys gotta wait to like like get one. But yeah, yeah. we can do that. Get one. You have you have a time limit. You have a deadline. I'm fucking trying. I got the Twitter notifications turned on. I got one more question. For I, got, you. I got a window open right now, and an alarm will sound if one goes on sale. <laughs> I got one more question for you guys. Who's gonna be the most liked presentation person on the screen? Do you think it's gonna be Phil Spencer? Do you think it's gonna be Todd Howard? Do you think it's gonna be Bowser? Do you think it's gonna be the French guy from Ubisoft? I think it's gonna be Dwayne the Rock Johnson, baby. He's gonna come and he's gonna turn up to that Xbox presentation. He's gonna win SmackDown like he did twenty years ago with the Yeah, that's right. Xbox. They, they they've been referencing <laughs> I saw Microsoft reference that twice in the last few months oh man been like i oh, remember when rocky turned up when we revealed the xbox and he and bill gates were there it was awesome what if they announced a limited edition new xbox whatever the fuck they call it the good one that everybody wants to buy Seriously. what if they announced in a limited edition version of that was that was all gussied up to be like the original xbox i'd buy it 
<laughs> with the rock presenting it with the rock <laughs> presenting it all that all i gotta do is put just a green jewel in the middle of the big black facade and they got it yeah just do that I'll they did one. release for the whatever the anniversary uh a dashboard theme that makes it look like the original xbox's <sighs> menus that's fucking cool you know the weird like the the bubbling thing and it like goes in and then it has the 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 four selectors around the circle i remember it like it was yesterday it was very 2001 very (laughs) i think we'll end it here i think uh we better yeah (laughs) so how i usually do this by the way is when the shows happen i'll tally everybody to see who got the most predictions and shit so i'll listen back to what you guys predicted and then as the shows go on because Nintendo's the weird one where it has to do it on a fucking Tuesday, and everybody's doing it on the weekend. Nintendo does whatever the wind blows the crow on the roof of the water tower. They, they That's how they determine what they do. Yeah. That's right. Remember, we're going to watch RoboCop 1 and RoboCop 2, so remember to watch that. Um, no. You better watch it. We're going to be talking about it. Um, I'm going to watch Terminator instead. Fine, I'm gonna watch Aliens, all of them at the same time. We should do that. Let's just all watch random movies one time, not tell each other what we're watching, <laughs> <laughs> and just like describe them. You guys, I watched this movie, and then we have to rank them all. And we don't watch each other's movies. There should be one qualifier. It should be like Bill Paxton has to die in it, and then we just go off of that. <laughs> okay. Find easy. find all the Bill Paxton movies that he's a supporting actor, not a starring. They'd be like True Lies and. Fucking Terminator 1, where he's the punk guy for, like, a scene. Um, but anyway. Shut us down, Dubs. Where am... can you listen to this this garbage, this trash, this <laughs> filth? Big Trouble Little Podcast is on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anything. Apparently, people are finding it on other shit, too. So, uh, people are listening the fuck out of the Nemesis Project, which we'll be doing Resident Evil Village on Friday. Uh, and getting some color next week is where we're continuing it. But uh, that's where we're going to end it, guys. I hope y'all have a good E3 when it happens. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.